It's time to go high tech. Sir, I will live with perseverance in the spirit of Taekwondo. Courtesy for fellow students. Integrity within myself. And to become a black belt leader. Welcome to the ATA Nation podcast. Welcome back, instructors, students, parents, all of ATA Nation. It is great to be with you again. Episode number 64. My name is Senior Master Zach Hayden, and I am your host for the ATA Nation podcast. This week, we're going high tech. You know what? I am a huge fan of technology. I love uh, the, the coolest new things. You know, like I checked out the Apple's, you know, keynote thing the other day, uh, a couple of weeks ago when they introduced the new phones. Um, I, I'm, I'm probably not getting a new one yet. I got to wait. I got a family to take care. I can't spend that much money on a on a phone right now, but uh, I, I love technology. I think it's a it's such a cool thing. Um, I I just enjoy it. So when I saw and heard about uh, 2020 armor, I was like, "This is neat." Um, so uh, I, I you might have seen it across uh, ATA Nation. It's been uh, featured at uh, a couple of national events. Um, you know, there during COVID or right after COVID, we had the Reflex and Reaction Tournament, which utilized those vests. And today we have with us um, the CEO of 2020 to talk all about um, their product, but not just their product, making sure that we look at what technology is going to do uh, in the martial arts industry as we move forward. So let's get to our interview for today. Special guest interview. Hey, ATA Nation, we have with us today Mr. Ali Gafour. How are you today, sir? I'm doing fantastic, sir. Nice to be here. Uh, we are super excited to have you. You are the CEO of uh, 2020 Armor, as well as, I mean, you've got a ton of uh, amazing background, 25 plus years of Taekwondo experience, um, founder of UBL, the uh, United Battle League, which we'll talk about in a little bit, um, mm-hmm. four-time Canadian national team member. So, uh, you know, you, you've been around the block a little bit. Uh, <laughs> what got you into martial arts originally? Van Damme. Van Dam, ah. you know, um, and we'll we'll talk about the the UBL and how this all kind of connects and goes back full, full circle. But for me, it was a movie. It was a Van Dam movie. I was at my neighbor's house. They were already taking Taekwondo, and the parents had noticed me uh, watching the movie with with great interest. And you know, they recognized that there was something there. Um, and I took my first Taekwondo class that week, and I just never stopped. I did my first competition. As a white belt, I think three, whatever the next tournament was, which is like within three months, and then just kept on going. I uh, just fell in love with it naturally. That is so cool. Yeah, that's yeah. we hear so many stories of people. That's it's a movie, it's a TV show, it's uh-huh. you know somebody like that. They got in, started, and uh, have never stopped since. So uh, that's, that's awesome. right. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I don't know what the official studies are, but I mean, uh, for sure, it's media influence, like either a video game or TV or a movie. Uh, brother and or siblings, there's mm-hmm. another one. Uh, and then kind of parents putting them in. But I, I'm, I'm interested to know which one it takes the majority. I believe it is actually media influence. Uh, wow. The top of the stuff. Yeah. Well, and that kind of brings us right to, um, you know, 2020 Armor and what you guys are doing in really integrating tech. I know for a lot of people, when you guys introduced mm. the the um, video option where it looked like a Street Fighter fight, you yeah. know, you got the life bars <laughs> and everything. I mean, so many people were like, 
hey, I, I played this game. I've done this. Yeah, um, yeah. What is what has inspired you to bring tech in um into the the martial arts? Yeah, well, let's 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 step back a little bit first. I mean, we all know and believe uh, intuitively and with our hearts and through experience that martial arts can make better people. Uh, mm-hmm. Whether it's to lose weight, whether it's to instill discipline, whether it's to focus, whether it's to protect yourself, all of those things are fantastic, which you can't get from other sports. So. If we know that to be true, and we and it's unfortunate that's not taught in the school system uh, in North America, for sure, mm-hmm. in Canada and U.S., and not all parents are born with necessarily the best skills to to instill those sort of things that we, we learn in martial arts. So where do, where do we learn it, right? We just don't. And I think that these are like fundamental life skills. I don't think it's always nice to have confidence or it's nice to, you know, be in focus. Like, no, like these are like things to, to function in day-to-day life. So... Now, how do you get more and more people? If more and more people have those skill sets, then I think society becomes better. So mm-hmm. my thinking is, okay, then how do we get more and more people? And I looked at myself, like, how did I get involved? Okay, media and video games and all kinds of stuff. And I said, okay, how do we now? And I looked at what martial arts is out there right now that's professionally got UFC. Lots of respect for the business and the, and the fighters. You don't take a six-year-old to a UFC game. Um, it doesn't really instill the values of martial arts. And they do that on purpose, right? Because they, they kind of want to get the shock value. So there's nothing really there on the professional level. And so how do we widen this net? How do we get more Van Damme influences, Bruce Lee influences, uh, Power Rangers influences, Street Fighter video game influences? Yeah. Ninja Turtles. Uh, to, that's to get the, uh... Ninja Turtles. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I thought the best way would be to kind of blend... Video games, uh, which are played today. When Street Fighter came out, the video game came out in 1987. You know, over th- uh, three decades old. Um, and then pair it with something with global reach, like a pro sport. And if you can put those two together, then you can reach more people. So that's 2020 Armor and UBL. So 2020 Armor is the scoring, is the equipment uh, that measures... Uh, a martial art match, um, we use the iconic health bars. You have 100% health. As you get hit, your health goes down. Right now, if we ask them to spar, if they do happen to have a judge refereeing their match, then they know their points. But if they don't, then it's just a guessing game. Um, and that's a lot to ask for kids, for them to hit and get hit, especially at the beginning, without telling them the score. And you wonder, we wonder why they're scared of sparring. Um, so with, with the vest and the technology, the goal becomes to bring down the lights, not to hit or get hit. So the goal shifts dramatically, and then their interest then uh, is maintained longer. So the 2020 Armor provides the infrastructure and the technology, and then the UBL is that pro league, the pro martial art league. And what we do is a real fighters, uh, some of the best in the world, they have the gear on, the 2020 Armor gear, and they look like literally they're in a Street Fighter video game. So it's all in... Some sort of green screen, combination of green screen and a whole bunch of other technology. Uh, if you go to ubl.gg, you can see the first um, the first pilot event. And the goal there is that that goes on Fox Sports. That goes on ESPN. And a kid watches it, a parent watches it. It's like, oh, how do I do that? You know, Taekwondo school near me. Your school mm-hmm. comes up. And, you know, then they're, now they're uh, enjoying martial arts and getting the life lessons. Yeah, that what a great, um, what a neat vision to have of of mere, pulling in the the video game aspect. You know, that's you know one of the number one things we hear as school owners is uh, my kid sits in front of the TV all the time and plays mm-hmm. video games. Mm-hmm. Come come do a video game. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, exactly. And and tech in sports is is just a huge growing industry. Um, there's so much more data and um, just 
analyzing things in sports, are you looking at how um, the 2020 armor can be used in in not just retention and entertaining the the kids, but in really taking the the training level up um, through that technology? Yeah, I mean, I ask martial arts school owners, right? This this very simple question: Do you think we'll have not in sports, not in Taekwondo, not in your gyms, just in your day to day lives? Do you think you'll have more tech or less tech? The answer is obvious, right? <laughs> it's more <laughs> your, your car's going to drive yourself. Your your Apple Watch is going to tell you, you know, if you're nearing a heart attack. Like this stuff is getting pretty intense and, and pretty mm-hmm. detailed, and and they're improving our lives for, for the better. You know, anything that's that's you know, fundamentally society changes, there's good, goods and bads. And the idea is to have more good than bad, Yeah. but we will have more, more, more tech in our lives. And that filters down, that filters down to, to every, every aspect of our life. And that will filter down to sports. Uh, and that will filter down to martial arts, even if we think we're traditional. Um, but we, we are, and we should maintain a lot of the core values that we teach. That should never change. But the way we practice, I and mean, if we want to practice the day back in the days, then we should wear bam- bamboo, you know, chest guards. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah. and no mats on just the ground nothing right? yeah just yes nothing. Yeah, concrete exactly. dirt and and uh just hit each other yeah yeah so there, there we there's a lot of we can still uh, uh, pay homage to 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 the past but we have to move forward so you look at how our lives are changing even heck, even look at what your martial arts school looked like 10 years ago did you do facebook advertising did you even have a a, a content management system um mm-hmm. to 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 track your your uh, your members probably not maybe some of you did but i guess a majority of you didn't and so what does that look like in five to 10 years from now? Uh, what does your school look like, right? Um, so I think what I think it'll look like and the, the impact I'm having, the change I'm making is that scoring becomes transparent. It's not a guessing game. You're wearing the vest. When you spar, you know exactly what's going on. Um, you have core metrics like what your reaction time, power, and stamina is. So my kids, I have three kids, six, three, and three, and they started their first class this weekend. So it was a very oh, special moment for me. Yeah. And I, yeah, and I took them to, uh, I took them to my, uh, my, my friend's school. He was a national team with me. And, um, <clears throat> I have some tips to give him on how to grow a school, but one of the things he didn't do well, <laughs> I think, and he, he's, he, uh, he'll totally appreciate this, um, is when we did the onboarding, what I wished I had. So you mentioned, uh, Master Hayden, at the beginning, there's this mode where you can video record yourself and then actually overlays the stats on top. What if I had a video of my daughter at six years old at the intro, at the introduction class or in- introduction one-on-one where I, I would record her for one minute with her reaction time, just something mm-hmm. very simple. And I got her to say something, what her goal was. I have now a moment. I wish I had a video of my first class, you know, of what I, what I looked like, what I said my goal was when I was six years old, 13 years old, whatever it was. That is a piece of gold of content. The mom and dad, what are they going to do? They're going to share it all over social media, right? With your club's logo and name on it. And, and then it keeps the kid accountable, and then you're seeing exactly what their progression is with hard numbers, right? So they're mm-hmm. going to see what their reaction time is, what their power is, what their stamina is. And I bring this up because, you know, we said, how is technology going to impact uh, uh, martial arts? This is what other sports are going to do in some way or, or another. So um, we, as, as martial artists, as, as an industry, uh, we have that capability with, with 2020 Armor, and I think we can jump. Uh, ahead of, 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 of other sports. So if I'm now comparing the experience of my daughter uh, in her Taekwondo class versus her dancing, 
um, you know, I kind of like seeing the the exact progress that she's getting in, in her martial arts and uh, and with all the, the stuff that they're kind of giving me, which, well, the gymnastics class isn't half. What can I have to choose between the two? Well, mm-hmm. you know, I kind of like the one that's giving me more value, right? So, which is the Taekwondo class. Um, so, these are the sort of things that technology can really do. Um, so, the wave is coming, whether you like it or not. Uh, and then, so the idea is, and what can we do to be ready for that wave? Uh, and what can we do now? And th- it doesn't have to be a lot of people, you know, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? You know, a lot of people think you have to do this major overhaul of all your systems and programs and ATA, you know, it's a very well-oiled machine. Um, but you can start with just one small step, like introducing this into introductory classes, right? Do a quick little video, record them. That's it. Like just that value in itself is, is amazing. Then you can go, okay, maybe we can do these in all our, in our testings, right? Every testing we do another check-in point right? Then you integrate into your training, into your program, maybe high performance. So you can you can do it in a slow rolled out ma- in way. And so you don't have to be scared of it, uh, which is a lot of what we get from a lot of folks. Um, but uh, but yeah, technology is coming, the shifts are coming. And it's just a matter of what we how we choose to do it. If we look at other industries, like other fitness industries, like we'll look at an orange theory, right? Uh, look, uh, if you've ever, if you've never been in one and you're martial arts school owner, just walk into one. See what that experience is, is and how they treat data. Uh, look at an F45. Even though there's not that, it's not as crazy as Orange Theory. F45, they still have some pretty interesting technology. And then look at Peloton. You know, completely mm-hmm. disrupted the fitness industry. Uh, turn it over. And why? You know, it's pure tech. And so how did they, what did they get right? Uh, and so what can we, what can we pull from there uh, in, into our martial art programs? And so that's the, I, I think data will, our technology is going to have a huge impact in martial arts. And um, I think what we're doing is, is a nice way to, to get into it. Well, you guys are for sure on the forefront of it. I love what you said about, you know, that having, you know, a new student get that information. I'd love to have video of my first class. I don't, wouldn't oh, show God. it to a soul, but <laughs> I'd love to see it for myself. Um, but uh, just because I've often felt that martial arts has gotten this bad rap, except for, especially, um, what, post um, Karate Kid, as the activity that you do when you're not confident, not good at other sports, not, and and we've lost um, the sector of the population who sees, you know, they see UFC and they go, well, that's UFC, that's not the martial arts school down the gym. It's not an athletic, it's not a sport the same way. And, uh, you know, you want mom comes and enrolls their kid because they want the confidence and dad's like, okay, whatever, but can he do basketball or football or whatever? But if you get that video, you know, you give them hard data that is, um, athletic performance, then dad goes, oh, look at me, you know, my kid can kick this fast, you know, or whatnot. And I, I love to continue to bring out the athletic side of martial arts in the way we talk, the way we market, um, you know, because we have, what all the other sports don't have, which is this, this character development, these things that martial right. arts are so good at, but we have amazing athletes. I mean, oh, yeah. we, we see them everywhere. They're, they're phenomenal. Um, right. And, and using the tech to show that off, I think is really cool. Yeah. I didn't think about reframing. That's a very good point. Reframing um, the, the athleticism that is just inherent in the sport that we mm-hmm. almost take for granted or, or we don't shine enough on. Um, so yeah, the data will absolutely do that. And then the UBL will do that as well. Right. Yes. Um, so the idea is that we show these athletes because w- when, when do we see martial arts outside of UFC 
in a public sphere. Taekwondo Olympics once every four years. You know, good luck if Cobra you're in that Cobra Kai is the only thing right now. I mean, everybody yeah, in the valley is doing martial arts, obviously. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so you don't get exposed to it, so you don't know what what they can really do, right? So then all you know is 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 what you get kind of advertised to about the character development, which is important, obviously. But that 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 physical that that. Uh, the the sports side of it is is a huge part of it and attractive to a lot of people but yeah we don't get to talk about it enough you're absolutely right yeah well mm-hmm. let's say i um you know so 2020 armor is what everybody thinks of is the um the scoring system between i've got a vest on you've got a vest on we're fighting but yeah. i've seen th- there's so much more like a uh, personal training that you can do home training that you can do if you have a vest on a solo can you talk a little bit about how um you guys are encouraging people to utilize the vest in training, maybe at home or yeah. at a at a location, because we have a lot of members, you know, just ATA members across the 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 world that listen to the podcast, um, you know, and might be interested in. Okay, this is cool, but you know, I don't have a friend who's got one, so why would I get one? Um, mm. And they could still utilize it. Yeah, absolutely. Great question. Um, so one of the things that we took out of the ATA playbook, actually, because uh, I came from the, the the WT side, the World Technical mm-hmm. side, uh, I have tremendous amount of respect for um, the systems and processes that uh, ATA has put in, in into their programming. And one of the things that we learned uh, from you guys is uh, when you, when you have something, give a lot of steps and guidance on how to use it. So and on the app, what we have is a whole bunch of video content that walks you through from how to hold stance, the basics of how to hold stance, um, then the basic kicks. We have a six-week mental training course. We know how important mental training is. And then we have um, courses on how to improve your reaction time, how to improve your power, how to improve your stamina, all core physical uh, attributes of of, uh, of training. Um <clears throat> And and when you do these uh, exercises, let's say one of the game um, game modes, I, I interchange game and training modes. Um, uh, one of the training modes is reaction time. Lights flash, and you have to kick within a certain. Uh, you have to kick, and how long between lights flashing and you kick is your reaction time or punch or whatever technique you do. Now you can aggregate that over time. So you do that on the first of the month. Then you do that seven days later. You know, six days later. Uh, week later, a month later, then you see what your trend is. Then you can see, am I going up or am I going down? Now, all of a sudden, for the first time in your life, uh, and I did this for the first time in my life when we actually launched the app, it's like, I realized that my left leg is slower than my right leg. Um, and my left leg is decreasing, my right leg is increasing. Why? So you, now you can start asking questions. What gets measured gets improved. It's mm-hmm. just that simple. Um, so I, I repeat that mantra all the time. What gets measured gets improved. If you start measuring something, it will get improved. If you start measuring reaction time, it will get improved. Um, so we happen to provide the uh, the, the video uh, training that helps you improve that. But but yeah, so basically the you can um, strap it on a bob or a wave master in your gym or on, at your home. Uh, and then start doing some of the training modes, start following some of the videos, and then you can start seeing, um, again, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? Just start, what I say, just start doing one data point or, or one um, session where you measure your reaction time, power, and stamina for a roundhouse kick. I know we have a whole bunch of other techniques. We got the punches, we got the back kicks, on the act. doesn't matter. Just start with a roundhouse kick, you know, pretty common kick. Measure that, see where you are. Um, then you start seeing things, right? And focus on that one thing. Then you can add different techniques. Uh, and now um, you'll start to see improvements because you'll start focusing. And the other thing is when you have a video of it, 
you, you have a video of your technique, that's a whole different, you know, ball of wax because um, there's one thing someone else watching you and then telling you twist this way, that you know, mm-hmm. put your hip this way, but then you see yourself, um, then that's a, a whole nother insight that you've never had before. So all these things really just help you improve much faster. And um, and then that coach athlete relationship gets uh, a little bit more interesting because you can share all this information with your coach. Um, you could do a reaction time training. The coach you can give access to your uh, your videos and your results. They could literally be on their couch, uh, you know, watching their favorite game, uh, looking at your your content. I'm like, yep, yeah, okay, do this, do this, and then you're good to go. And now you just provided, uh, and and you can obviously charge for that uh, remote coaching um, for very little effort on your part because you you know, you have all these years of experience, you can see something in in one minute, you can see a lot of things from a video in one minute, and give that value back to the student. So uh, yeah, lots of ways to improve and train at home and remotely um, with with the system. I really like the the ability for the the coaches, the instructors to be able to get access to that. Um, I love the the, you know, review the video, you know, getting to see those data points. So you know, what they're doing at home is, you know, moving them in the right direction. Right. Um, that's super cool. I love that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. before we wrap up, um, what's, what's the future um, got for 2020 and what's the future got for uh, UBL? What are you guys looking at in the next, you know, year, three years, five years? What, what are you guys looking at? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so our headgear is, has been rolling out, um, to, to customers and obviously that completes the package. Uh, you've probably seen us at ATA demonstrating some, some rings and some tournaments. So yes. we're working with, uh, with ATA on integrating it into your tournament circuit, uh, as well, um, in, in some sort of capacity. Um, <clears throat> then, uh, yeah, so for the product, the goal for the, the product is to just make sure it continues to, to work reliably. It's, it's, it's already very, very durable. Um, we built it for ourselves. We, like you can run over it with an SUV Like we've, we got videos of that. Um, so it's, it's a very strong product. And so there'll be improvements on, um, like small improvements over time. So it's really more about stability. So we've been around mm-hmm. for about five or six years. So on, on the product side, it's really to make a, a, a focus on stability um and obviously with the the situation of everything in the world supply chain and managed managed yeah. inventory and stuff like that so kind of boring simple stuff on that side um on the ubl side uh so we launched a pilot uh this year and the goal now is we're doing fundraising to do <coughs> excuse me two years uh of events uh seven events per year eight teams um nice. and it'll be like a march madness bracket type system so two two guys one girl on a team girls fight girls guy fight guys and and then yeah, they, and then teams fight each other, and then there's a final and the winner. And uh, yeah, now be really cool because um, what we didn't kind of show this time in this pilot, uh, each of the teams or clans, as the gamers would recognize that terminology, uh, will be based on personality types. Uh, and the idea oh. there is my, my famous, my favorite, um, famous kind of personal personality type scenarios are the uh, uh, the birds. You got the the eagle, the dove, the peacock, and um, the owl. So eagle, 30,000 foot view, give me your three points and good to go. Uh, dove, emotional based. Peacocks, all about the show, the fancy and, mm-hmm. and the pomp. Uh, and the owl needs to think about uh, a lot of the details and the facts. Uh, and then so each of the, the teams will have that. So let's say you're on, on one of the eagle team, a little bit more aggressive. Um, you, your virtual world that you come from, so there'll be a metaverse that each team has, uh, will be volcano based, right? Uh, lots of fire, lots of heat. So now this is really cool. We're really integrating the gaming part. Now let's say that uh, that team has 5% health left on their health bar. So they're down. 
So they double tap their vest, power up comes up. Every time they hit now, they get rewarded for their aggression. They get two times the amount of health, right? Oh. So, so this whole storyline is kind of built into everything. And then the wisdom team, uh, the more calmer uh, team, water-based planet, you know, blue colors. Uh, they have 5% health. They double tap their vest. Uh, every time they get hit, they take off half they get reduced only half. So they're based on, on defense, right? So it's, again, so we'll be doing a lot more of that uh, with, with the UBL. And again, really um, in doing this immersive storyline and telling. So that will be a big, uh, have a big impact on, on the martial art industry because they'll ask, they'll be starting asking, say, hey, we saw this UBL thing on TV. Do you guys know anything about it? And it's like, oh yeah, we use the same technology as they do, right? Uh, ATA uses yeah. that. So that's going to be a good, great connection. But yeah, those are the big things that uh, that we're working on in the next year or so. Very cool. I love it. Um, are, and, and I know this can be a tricky thing because, um, you know, things are expensive, whatnot, you know, looking at, you know, ATA, you get hundreds of people at a, a even a local tournament, you know, thousands at a world or national tournament. Um, how, how is, I, I can't even right now wrap my brain around, um, you know, everybody having chest guards, you know, and, and head guards. Um, I mean, I guess if we all did prices, we could have a lower price because if we're buying 10,000 chest guards or whatever. Um, you know, just the logistics side of that, uh, how do you look at um, trying to roll out to any organization, not just ATA or whatever, but getting them on, um, you know, getting everybody on board? That's That seems tough. Yeah, absolutely. It definitely is tough. And it's a, um, you know, it's a, it's a beachhead approach. You just kind of start small, like prove things out, um, uh, go in there for a couple of years, um, maintain that relationship. But at the end of the day, you look at the, the unit economics and the value. So, you know, a chest guard, ATA price it currently is four ninety nine. That's the equivalent of uh, half of an event. Going to half of an event if you have to travel for um, you know for flight and hotel. Mm-hmm. And so, if you just do up here on the ROI base, right? Uh, that the ROI comes comes pretty quickly on a, on an individual level, right? So it's also kind of reframing that because there's never been a product really done this. We're not competing against yeah. anybody, right? That's, that's, that's also the challenge. There's a benchmark, right? Yes, yes, so, for sure. Um, so it's overcoming that part as well. <clears throat> um, so it's a little bit uh, overcoming the that. It's showing the value and uh, and just continue to build a relationship with, a, with AT and showing what we can do. Because a lot of folks don't know everything. We do so much that it's um, then people don't, you know, it's almost like, it's like, well, I don't know what you exactly do. And that also some, sometimes comes a challenge. Um, so we just try to say, hey, focus on the one thing, one or two things. We talked about a whole bunch of things today, right? Uh, so it's also part kind of education. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's uh, it's building relationships. It's uh, starting off slow, um, proving that your, your technology product works is reliable, introducing some of the features slowly, slowly. And then finally, when they kind of really get comfortable, it's like, oh, my God, I can do all this stuff. Yeah. That's kind of well. And like you said, you know, it, we look at the future, you know, five years from now, are we going to have more technology or, or less? And we're going to have more. I mean, I, yeah. I doubt there's many people who think, hey, in 10, 20 years, you think we'll all have. Uh, you know, electronic scoring. Oh, of course. Why, why would we not? Um, but at some point there has to be, uh, uh, you know, we have to decide to jump on that horse, you know, and, and start riding. Um, so cool. Um, I, we've been enjoying playing with ours. Um, I know I need to get out there. I, I think I'm going to, um, you know, head to the school, uh, and, uh, um, try some of those training things, you know, like you said, you know, measuring those reaction times, you know, power, 
Um, and working on those, I think, is a neat um, metric. And, uh, you know, we all have these days watches that, you know, I want my my circles filled. I want my, you know, metrics are driving so much in in fitness and, and life these days. Um, so, right. cool. Uh, where should people go to find out more information about 2020 and what you guys are doing? Yes, sir. So if you go to 2020armor.com, that's 2020armor.com. Um, so it gives you all the information about the product there. And then for UBL, United Battle League, it's ubl.gg. Gamers will understand. Uh, mm-hmm. That stands for good game. Uh, it's, I know it's a weird extension, but it does exist. Uh, it's not a, a spam thing. Oh, it's yeah, a growing so It's a growing one, too. That extension is getting more and more popular. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sure. So we're glad we secured that one. Yeah, ubl.gg. And you can watch the full show there uh, and then the trailers and all that. And that's pretty cool, too. Excellent. Well, we'll send people over there. And, uh, sir, we want to thank you for your time today. Thank you, sir, for the opportunity. Listener feedback. Great uh, to talk and and just look at what the future is going to be like as we look at technology in the industry. Um, I wanted to hit real quick. We got a little feedback last week um, from uh, our interview with Master Lindbergh. Um, somebody on the Instagrams reached out and said, uh, Master Lindbergh is a rock star at tournaments. Fair and decisive. When he is a judge, there is never any doubt that it will be a well-run, efficient ring. I love a feedback like that, you know, especially uh, not just for uh, you know the podcast. I love to hear what you think in the podcast, things like that. But I, I love when we celebrate judges, um, let people know, hey, you know, you did a, a great job. These are great judges um, because so often um, we, you know, just have trouble. Uh, we only talk about when we have an issue and we don't celebrate people. So um, I love that. Uh, so I also got a, a shout out, uh, a, a post from ATA Scotch Plains. Um, this team um, is awesome. Uh, the competitors represented themselves fantastically at the uh, Bel Air Maryland Regional Tournament. Um, special congratulations to uh, Gia and Ava um, on their awesome competition there. So a uh, great job, ladies. Uh, we love to see that. We would love to shout out you guys. Um, we would love some uh, feedback. What do you think? Um, how are you liking the the show? Uh, head over to our Instagram page to check it out, and um, we will uh, try to try to mention you here on the pod. So we've got a, another great school owner story for you next week. But until then, make sure you're out there taking action. Thanks for listening to another episode of the ATA Nation podcast. Be sure to subscribe and share with your ATA family. So uh, what have you been thinking? Uh, the episodes have been a little less me, um, you know, in the intermediate parts and whatever. And I really focused on the interview E and, and just an interview each time and not some other stuff. So what do you think about it? You like the format? Do you want to hear a little bit more um, other stuff? Let me know. Send me a DM on Instagram. Okay, guys, take care.